Good morning and welcome. Happy Thursday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. The physical delivery of wealth insurance, legal, lawful, constitutional tender. It is what we do, and we do it better than anyone. 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. The website at allamericangold.com. Just to give you an update, the metals plan, it was so big that we couldn't ship it all in one day. Uh, People will get upset when they've got to wait a long, long time at the post office. Uh, But the first rounds are gone. Matter of fact, I think Arlene was telling me that today all the rest, everything will be out. How about that? So, uh, Great job by Wendy and Arlene uh, to get those done. Uh, The metals program, if you don't know what it is, go out to All American Gold and read about it. It's something we put together. We wanted, we didn't want anybody to be left behind. Because as we know, it's expensive. Insurance isn't cheap. Right, we know that if you you got car insurance, you got to have mortgage insurance, you got to have life insurance, right? Medical insurance, not cheap. So we came up with a way that we thought we could be inclusive to all. You can get involved and start putting away some wealth insurance for as little as a hundred dollars a month. A lot of people we find out, you know what? They're using it like a uh, like a four hundred one k. Right, they're they're independent. They're a small business owner. Uh, some of them, and and I don't want to, you know, say what exactly what they do. But we we've got a lot of small business owner guys. They're one, you know, they are the owner. They are the business, right? They they they're the only employee, but they're using it as a kind of like a four hundred one k, and they put X amount a month. Uh, it can be as little as a hundred dollars. And I know, hey, and I don't mean to act like a hundred dollars is nothing. Right, I, I get that, right? For a lot of people, $100 a month is a lot of money. There is no maximum. So you can do 10000 a month if you want to. We don't have anyone doing 10000 a month, but we got a lot of people doing uh, 1000 and 2000 a month. Uh, the, there is no maximum. You, you leave a credit card on file with us, and you tell us the day of the month. For some people, they want it done early in the month. For other people, the way their bills fall, hey, I want it towards the end of the month or the middle of the month. Uh, any day between the 1st and the 28th of every month, you tell us the amount the day, and you get four physical deliveries a year. So the, the metals go right to you. And what we do at the end of every quarter, we just did it. We pull all that money together. We make a one mass buy, which allows us to buy at a discount. You get the benefit of the discount. Uh, and, and uh, you know, this isn't China. This is everywhere, right? The more, when you buy in volume, you get a better price. Well, this is a way for, for people who uh, don't have the volume money to be able to buy, buy in volume and have a better price. We have no fees. There's no setup fee. There's no cancellation fees. You can start it at any time, stop it at any time. I, I would venture to say that we probably have at least 10% of the people in our plan have stopped it at one point and have restarted it at another point. And all of that is just call us. We get it. Things happen. 
right? There's an unexpected expense. Money got tight, whatever it may be. Call and say, hey, i got to put it on hold for a while. And then when you're ready to go again, call us. We'll, we'll start it again. I mean, it's just that simple, never a fee. Uh, the only fees you pay, you'll pay a shipping fee. That's it. And let me tell you right now, it's nominal, right? If you're at 300 bucks a month, you're not paying $35 shipping. You, you see what I'm saying? We, 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 we charge you what we need to cover our expense, and that's it. Uh, if you want to join up on that, October starts the new quarter, 800-951-0592. So once again, by the end of business today, uh, all the metals plans that needed to be shipped will have shipped. And I believe, and I don't want to... Uh, misrepresent this, but I believe that Jason, because we have people that actually pick up their plans in Colorado, I believe he's already contacted you as well. So I think we're going to be all done. Uh, how about that? And it's not even the end of the month. Uh, obviously today, listen, there was a lot of things going on. I saw the best press conference I have seen yesterday. Uh, Donald Trump was Donald Trump. Uh, it actually... Uh, made me excited about him again, you know, and I've had doubts, and I still do. Uh, but I thought it was a great press conference. I, and depending on what side of the fence you're on, you either loved it or you hated it. Uh, th- that happened. I want to give details there. Obviously, the Fed raised rates yesterday. Jay Powell, I'm starting to like this guy. Not I obviously listen, and when I say I like people, usually I'm attracted to the personality. Uh, doesn't mean I like him because I think he's smart or or he knows what he's talking about, but I like the personality. I like Jay Powell's personality. Not like the other, you know, all the other Fed governors were were dry, drippy, uh, boring, using words that I didn't understand. Uh, Jay Powell doesn't talk that way. Uh, fascinating things he said. I, I, I'm in shock at some of the things that he said. We had all kinds, we had a ton of economic data out today as well. And, of course, not to mention must-see TV going on right now. I'm sure my ratings are down because uh, the Supreme Court hearings are going on as we speak. Uh, I do have a few thoughts, and I won't talk about wrong, right, guilty, not guilty, but the the pattern that is, that I've seen is, because I've been watching this, is one that is political and disgusting, and I and I wish that it didn't have to be this way. We're covering all that ground and so much more. It's going to be a great show. Don't touch that dot. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is the toll free number. And you know, either you're with us or you're against us is kind of what has happened now in this country and we are more divided than we've ever been this is a the supreme court thing that's happened today just another example uh and and i don't know guilt innocence i'm not going to comment on that i will say this i do not have daughters and i and, and right or wrong i don't know but i always kid my friends that do and i always say Man, I'm so sorry. So glad I don't have them. Uh, this is a weird time. They, uh, there's a lot of things that that uh, have changed, and I know I'm getting older now. And the new generation, from how they dress to what what is 
at their fingertips now and all of the things that uh, for all the great things of social media, all the bad things that go along with it, and, and it's tough. It really is. But here's really uh, what I heard today. Forget about the testimony. When you hear a Democrat, you don't even have to watch. You don't even have to know who's talking. And you'll say, yep, okay, that's a Democrat, that's a Republican. That's a Democrat, that's a Republican. The Democrats are all crying about the, we want an FBI investigation and never in the history when new evidence has come forth, has this not been done? And how disgusting it is. Here's the problem. See, they, they, we had a process. And this process has been going on for decades. And when you have the information... During the process, you bring it up. And, of course, the Democrats had the information. They didn't bring it up. So it could actually be investigated. Right? And every woman out there who is upset by this, and you're upset because you think that uh, whether... Uh, the, the the lady that's making the accusation, Dr. Ford, uh, is being mistreated or this or that or the other. Listen, it's Diane Feinstein had it, and they, they chose to be political. And this is the part that I find reprehensible. This is, the accusation is bad enough. And I agree. Had they come out and said it when they were when they knew it, it would have been handled the way they wanted it handled. They didn't want to do that. They they held it on purpose just so they could come out and do what they're doing today. It sets all of this back. It's not they don't care about this this Dr. Ford lady. They don't care. All as they want is they want this thing to be delayed. They want to try to put it off so they can try to get uh, gain the seats come the election and all this thing. And really, w- quite honestly, I do think it really all comes down to Roe versus Wade. Uh, and, and this is all a political theater thing. Uh, but nonetheless, everybody's paying attention. It's one of those things, though, that when you're dealing with something, if you really cared, in my opinion, if you really cared about this person, you would have done it a long time ago. Because you knew that's where the process was. Everything's in place for them to do exactly what they now say they want to have done. Which again led to uh, the president gave a a press conference yesterday. It, it was first of all, it was a marathon. I've never seen one like it. I mean, it was like an hour and a half. I don't know if an hour and a half is right, but it was over an hour because I was at home. And, and I'm and I and I happened to be watching it I, on accident. I didn't know he was giving one, and it was it was incredible. And of course, he called it a con job, and 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 and, and all of these reporters are trying to portray him like he's a bad guy. 
that he's anti-women or this, that, the other. No, it's not that he wants. We want to hear, and, and and it's happening today. Unfortunately, it could have happened the way they wanted. The Democrats wanted it to happen if they had followed the procedures that had been in place for decades. And of course, now they're saying you know the opposite. But again, I just want to bring this up. This is a political thing. I wish it wasn't. Wouldn't have been that nice if we could have all been together on this and said, hey, if this is true, let's find out. And if it is, the guy's got to go. If it's not, let's get him confirmed and let's go. But anyway, that's I've said my piece. Everybody else can cover that stuff. Let's get to the rest of the stories here. What happened in the last 24 hours? Number one, we had the Federal Reserve announce another quarter of a point rate hike. Not surprised. The dot plot chart, remember I talked about that, unchanged. So right now, the Federal Reserve's thinking is that we are at an interest rate, and again, they say two to two and a quarter, it's two percent. Okay, we got a, a Fed's funds rate of two percent. And at least their best thinking, because these are great intellectuals now, is they want to hike again in December, and then the three hikes next year. So in other words, a Fed funds rate of three. That is their best thinking. That was the thinking before the meeting. That was the thinking during the meeting, and that was the thinking in the press conference. They did, you know what, they changed only one thing, and this, besides the dates, right, they changed the dates, and then they changed the Fed's funds rate, because they always say, here was the notes from the last meeting, here's the one from this meeting. They took out one sentence, and that was the sentence about that the Fed's policy remains accommodative. And they said that, hey, you know what, that's, and Jay Powell talked about that in this press conference. It served its purpose, blah, 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 blah. Said that doesn't change. And he just flat out said that doesn't mean anything. We just took it out because it had been there for a long time and needed time for it to go. Uh, nothing's changed. Okay, that was his answer. And so he started talking about things that were good. One of the things, he's a... He's a guy, and he said it at least a dozen times, maybe more. He would talk about a certain aspect of the economy. The unemployment rate is, you know, it's rate, you know, full employment. And, and that's a good thing. Talking about inflation is low, and that's a good thing. And this and this, and that's a good thing. And, and, and that's a good thing. Right? Letting people know all the good things. When they started talking about bad things, this is where it really it, it got very telling. And, and something that I will applaud Jay Powell for doing. I give credit when it needs to be given, and he needs it. When they asked him about the future, what is the economy going to be? in 2020 in 2021 he had a great response 
can't see that. Can't see that in the data, and just so you know, it will most likely change. In other words, hey, we don't know. I don't know. Right now, we are a Federal Reserve that we only deal with the data that's right in front of us. And we're not very good at predicting the future. I mean, he didn't say it like that, but pretty close. Pretty close to saying, hey, you know what? As soon as you get past, like, 2019, (laughs) he feels pretty good about 2019. And I'm going to tell you right now, he shouldn't, but he does. And that's okay. But when it goes beyond that, he just said, I can't see it. I don't know. I can't see it. When they asked him about things like inflation, which he reiterated, well, it's low. He actually talked about, well, there's a lot of different inflation numbers. <laughs> First of all, does that really make sense? Have you ever asked her, why would there be a lot of different inflation numbers? Either things cost more, or they don't. It's very simple. See, but leave it to good academia to take something so simple and make it complicated. And he talked about CPI and PPI and the uh, this index and that index. And then he said, and we have our own preferred index, right, which I routinely make fun of, right? Their own preferred index, it doesn't even track where you live. In other words, it doesn't track mortgages, doesn't track rent. They track what they call rent equivalent. I don't know what the equivalent, it used to be mortgages. Right, when you think about it, you know, still to this day, I still think, what, 62% of people own their homes. So I could understand, well, the majority are mortgages. Maybe that's the number we should use. They got rid of that one, and they went to rent like 50, 20, 20 or probably over 20 years ago. Because rents were cheap. See, they knew that. Of course, now rents aren't cheap anymore. Now they've gone to rent equivalent, whatever that means. But he did say... That it was something, and I loved it when he said it. He said, and yes, we use the lowest one. There's all the, listen, there's a lot of places that are tracking inflation. There's this, and there's that, and the other, and it just so happens that we use the lowest one. Now, immediately, he goes, well, now, we don't use it because it's the lowest. Come on, Jay. You almost did it. You almost did it. No, no, we use it because it's the one that we believe is the best. (laughs) Well, why do you believe it's the best? Oh, that's right, because you guys created it because you're like, man, we we got a problem. No matter what we do, we keep printing money, and we keep creating this inflation, and and we don't want people to think that that it's our fault, so we got to come up with something better. The wolf guarding the hen out. But I did love it. Listen, I I was, 
I was so excited. I actually talked to Jason last night. I said, I just saw the two best press conferences in a long time. And they 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 ran the gamut of, of things. And the president talked about China. And, hey, you know what? I thought the Chinese president was my friend. Maybe he's not. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, Donald, I'll help you with that. He's not. They talked about North Korea. They talked about Iran. They talked about the confirmation of of, uh, of Judge Kavanaugh and all these other. It was fantastic. But then to this morning, so this was all yesterday. This morning, we got the last revision to second quarter GDP. By the way, it was unchanged. So 4.2, put it in the book. We had jobless claims, which is, it doesn't matter, right? I, I, I'm going to tell you what it was, but just know, you know my feelings on it. It was more than they thought. It rose, and it was it was still some ridiculous number. Like, you know, I, I want to say it was still below 220,000, a uh, number of people lining up for unemployment, but it was still more than what they were expecting. And then we had durable goods. We're going to talk about that one when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The month of July brought great news for one high school student from Oregon. Addison Barnes received a favorable court ruling from a federal judge over his suspension from Liberty High School in Hillsborough, Oregon. Addison was suspended in January for wearing a T-shirt supporting President Trump's proposed border wall to his politics class discussion on immigration. The shirt read, quote, Donald J. Trump Border Wall Construction Company. The wall just got 10 feet taller, end quote. The assistant principal told Barnes to cover up. Upon refusing, he was removed from the class and suspended. Barnes sued the school and received a temporary restraining order in May, resulting in the removal of the ban on his shirt and the lifting of his suspension. After weeks more of litigation and signs that the student's case was sure to succeed, the school district settled. Barnes received $25,000 to cover his legal fees and possibly, best of all, a written apology from the school's principal. What excites us most about this case is the strong support from Federal District Judge Michael W. Mossman and the growing trend this reflects across the country in support of free speech. Too long have liberals made public schools ground zero for launching the thought and sensitivity police against independent-minded students. Barnes' defense attorneys invoked one of the most famous student free speech cases, Tinker v. Des Moines, in which the Supreme Court sided with students who had been suspended after wearing black armbands in protest of the Vietnam War. Tinker held that, quote, students don't shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gates, end quote. Similarly, Barnes' lawyers wrote that this leaves, quote, no doubt that this requires tolerance of controversial opinions and unpopular viewpoints. School officials may not suppress student speech based on the mere desire to avoid the discomfort and unpleasantness that always accompany an unpopular viewpoint or an urgent wish to avoid the controversy which might result from the expression, end quote. The judge in Barnes' case agreed. 
conservative students take hope. Vindication and relief is finally making its way to public schools and universities. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The liberal agenda is corrupting classrooms in colleges and schools across the country. If you're a parent, teacher, or administrator who really cares about our children, we promise to keep you informed at phyllisschlafly.com. And let us hear from you at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, 800-951-0592. And we have something today where I'm going to tell you what, you better buy this dip because it's, well, I'll get to the reasons why. Just so you know, gold's down 10. Silver is not down very much. Uh, Sorry, I had to look over my shoulder here. Uh, Silver is down 12 cents. We had a ton of data. We had trade data out. We had pending home sales data out. We also had durable goods out. Before the release of the data. Now, and I only bring it up because they love to cheerlead about it on television. The Atlanta Fed. They have a GDP tracker, and I know that if uh, a lot of you out there know what I'm talking about, right, they now, uh, as a way to show the power of data, and again, we do some things uh, that make no sense because they don't want it to make sense. Uh, But the Atlanta Fed, as the data comes in, The first thing they have is soft data. And by soft data, the first data points that come in when you start a new quarter are survey-type stuff. Consumer sediment, ISM, right? Those types of things. That What I said, it really is, it's kind of like taking the polling information from the election. (laughs) If we believe the polls, Hillary Clinton was president. Or if that really isn't what happened. They don't mean anything. And right now, and we know the soft data is very high. And the Atlanta Fed starts with these very high GDP numbers. Remember in the uh, the first quarter, <laughs> because the tax cuts got bad, remember it was like five point something. And it ended up, the first quarter GDP number, I forget what it finally settled at, but something around two. We had a 4.2 number now, final revision, and it's not even final revision. They revised these things five years later at 4.2. But going into this morning, the Atlanta Fed had GDP for the third quarter at 4.4. After the data... It fell all the way to 3.8, which is a big difference. And remember, again, I told you that this quarter, the third quarter, is going to be somewhere between 3 and 4. And then the next quarter, we're gonna, I'm hoping we can stay at 3. I don't know. And we will not be above 3 next year. We, won't. we may have a quarter or two above 3, but the, for the year, next year's GDP number will not be above 3. How do I know? Because I know how to do math. 
New orders for U.S.-made capital goods fell in August while shipments barely rose. Uh, The Commerce Department, who puts out the data now, again, you're going to see a headline that says, if you read the headlines, durable goods orders up 4.5%. Just so you know, the headline durable goods number is garbage. Just so you know. It's so much to do with whether it's military aircraft or, or, and I'll call it Boeing, commercial aircraft. Uh, the, the numbers swing wildly, so you throw that number out. Um, and you just go to what they call the core number. And the reason why they throw it out, just to be fair, because it, it skews everything. Right? Boeing has a month where they don't have a lot of orders. Durable goods, the headline durable goods number will be down 4.5%. And then up and this and up and down. It really, it makes such a huge difference. Uh, that that if you set it aside, you look at the internals. And what they said is of core capital goods, they were looking uh, for for a big increase. They didn't get it. Inside of that, business spending. Now remember, I told you what business was going to do. They're going to buy back their own stock. Yeah, they threw a few bones out there. Right? They spent a little bit. I don't want to say they didn't spend anything. They did. They spent about $300 billion in, in, in business spending, buying stuff. Whether that was, was computers, whether that was office space, whether that was increasing uh, production at a factory or building a new factory, that's what they spent. $300 billion. They bought back a trillion dollars of their own stock, and now all of a sudden we're only... This is what month now? This is a August reading or a September reading? I, I, this is an August reading. Business spending. Right, which is the one, uh, I'll call it the proxy, dropped half a percent last month, pulled down by a decline for demand in computers and electronic products, and of course, which means, hey, we're not really going to be expanding anymore. And so based upon that data point, right, GDP for the third quarter, starts to slide. Then we got pending home sales. Now this one I really like. Not that, no offense to the existing home sales and the new home sales which came out over the last week. But they uh, they take a small sample and then extrapolate. I don't know why they got it. We've got computers. Why can't we get a real number? But pending home sales are people that have actually signed a contract. So of all the reports on homes, this is the best one. Because there's no guessing in this one. Either you signed or you didn't. The number, it's actually getting worse. And this is what I've been telling you about, about homes. 
Remember what I asked you a couple of days ago. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Did it wake you up in the middle of the night? That was the sound of your house losing value. And according to Jay Powell, it's going to keep doing it because he's going to raise rates allegedly four more times. Pending home sales plunged in August. But then these things, like if they fall half of a percent, that's big. Because these are month-over-month numbers. This isn't last August to this August. These are month-over-month. This one fell 1.8%. It was the biggest one yet. Well, I shouldn't say yet, but it's the biggest one in a while. We'll talk about what that means when we return. 800-951-0592. We're talking about data. So when you heard Jay Powell yesterday, and essentially what they said was, hey, nothing's changed. Right? We feel good about where we're at right now. And I think that's fair. Right? Because, hey, we spent hundreds of billions of more dollars that we didn't have to pretend to get GDP growth. I mean, that's all we did. Whether or not you want to say it like that, I don't care. Phrase it however you like. Tax cuts or trade disputes, or it doesn't matter. Here's what we did. We had a deficit of $666 billion, and we made it almost a trillion and called it growth. Next year, we're going to be well over that. No matter for we're pretty much forever now. We'll, we'll get. I hope I'll get to it. I, I want to get to to Jay Powell too, and I want to get to some of the stuff that I promised I was going to get to yesterday. A lot going on. This is the fourth straight monthly decline in pending home sales in a row, and this one was big. The decline was broad-based, according to Bloomberg. Didn't matter where. Right, again, I don't know that we have a regional housing market anymore. The Northeast, the Midwest, the South, the West. All of it down. By the way, new home sales, they just revised the holy you-know-what out of January or June until July's number yesterday obviously significantly lower. The greatest decline occurred in the West. I hate to say it, Denver, get ready, because it's going to get ugly. Uh, Some of these markets really, uh, maybe they didn't do as great the last time around, uh, have huge improvements this time around. Uh, the tops are in. Remember, Bank of America came out, what was it, earlier this week or late last week? Housing is now a headwind. The Atlanta Federal Reserve, they kind of re- uh, echoed the same thing. Hey, guess what? Housing's a headwind. GDP number's coming way down. Now, you would think gold would be rallying on that. matter. It was. And then this morning, it was down a dollar or two. Uh, and it was up three or four dollars overnight, and right now it's down almost eleven dollars, ten dollars in change. 
And, and at first, they're, oh, yeah, well, the economic data. It wasn't our, our data. I will tell you why I think you need to buy this dip and buy it real hard. The data is clear. right? We're, the 4.2 is probably high water. I was thought maybe there was going to be a chance. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention one other piece, trade deficit. Almost broke the record. Seventy-five billion. Uh, somehow we imported more and exported less. Uh, another huge deterrent. That's another seventy-five billion dollars leaving the United States. And like I said, ten percent's just not enough, you know. But but neither here nor there. All of those things are, are pointing to a clear picture of what is really happening. The reason for the move, though, let's get to the reason, Italy. And and I know that we've talked about Italy here and there. Remember, go back to the crisis. I know it's hard, right? We're not going back 36 years, okay? But just going back, remember what they were saying about the pigs. Remember the pigs? Do you remember that acronym? Portugal, Ireland, Italy, Greece, and Spain. Remember? Right? Greece was the only one that got it. And then they quote-unquote fixed it. They didn't fix it. Right? And I'm telling you, they didn't fix it. Here's what got everybody to know. And again... This is what why I'm telling you how much trouble we're in. And I wish we weren't, and I wish we would do something about it, but we won't. Italy wants to go into more debt. They want a debt-to-GDP number of 2.4%. And I laugh, because right now we're running 4.5%. We're going to finish the year right about 4.5%. Next year, we're going to be at about 6% of GDP, right? They want to go to a a whole 2.4, and everybody's freaking out. Italy bond spreads blew out. We have uh, dollar shortages again in emerging markets. There's a lot of what I'll call ancillary things that are leading to a temporary little market thing here. This isn't real dollar, what I call real dollar strength. This is more of we got bigger problems elsewhere that we're focused on. So take the time today and buy the dip. We've got $20 gold pieces at $12.75. I'm going to inspire somebody. You buy 10 or more, $12.60 at 800 951 0592. Yesterday I told you that I was going to talk about the 2% inflation target and why we're all a bunch of fools because I told you all along that was just a starting number. Because you know what? They figured they could easily sell that. As a matter of fact, the idiots that you watch on TV, Joe Kernan, Maria Bartiromo, Jim Cramer, right? They got you believing that somehow, hey, 2% 
inflation's a great thing. And it's actually bad when it's left. And if it's a little more, well, that'll be okay, too. How much more is it really going to be? We're going to talk about that next. Final segment, 800-951-0592. I'm going to say it again. Do not let the pullback go by. Don't do it. Today is buying day. Trust me on this one. 1275. I got gold's now 11 1185. Gold's down now down 9 in rising 1185. I wouldn't be surprised if gold ended back at even. I wouldn't be surprised if it if it closed here. It doesn't matter. Because of where I know it's going to go. If you buy 10 or more, 1260. 800 951 0592 the right wing I mean this isn't this isn't uh, Alex Jones but it's close okay the Wall Street Journal says there's something amiss going on at the Federal Reserve talking about rethinking of the 2% inflation target told you the two percent target was always an arbitrary figure like i said they just made it up now economists are arguing an economist fancy word for baker even if it was optimal two decades ago that is no longer the case Boy, just like everything else they've told us. Right? Don't worry, we took your pension. We gave you this great 401k. Look how great it is. It's so great that we're going to match your money, too. NAFTA and GATT are going to be great for America. It's going to create millions of jobs, right? All of these. You're going to be 55, and you're going to get out of those risky stocks, and you're going to buy, buy bonds and CDs and live off the interest. All that stuff they told us. Trouble is, now this is inside the Fed, according to the Wall Street Journal. It isn't clear, right, they can't see it yet, what inflation rate would be better. I'm going to tell you what I know it's not. It's not a lower number. <laughs> It's not a lower number. And remember what really that word means. Devaluation. Just remember, they're going to devalue your wealth. They, they said 2%. They promised us 2%. Well, it's only been 10 years. We haven't even had this, this official policy. It wasn't in place 10 years ago. And now they're already saying, well, you know what? Uh, that's not the right number. Dozens. I love that. Dozens of academic studies. See? We've studied it. Consider that question have produced answers ranging from as high as 6%. Some studies say the number should be less than zero. 
Well, wouldn't that be great? Right? Well, that'd be horrible for the Federal Reserve. You know what? I didn't have enough time. I, maybe I'll try to get it to tomorrow. It's buying day today. U.S. $20 gold pieces, twelve seventy-five, ten or more, twelve sixty at 800-951-0592. Take care. We'll do a fake news Friday, and I, I'll get to this story because it's the, probably the biggest thing that's happened in a long time.